It's the E-Commerce Minute, your daily dose of e-commerce, tech, and retail news with your hosts, Bart Moraz and John Suter. The E-Commerce Minute is a production of Sumo Heavy, a digital commerce consulting firm in Brooklyn, New York, and Philadelphia. Find us on the web at sumoheavy.com. It's E-Commerce Minute, episode 264. In today's episode, the sound of vinyl is a new way to collect. If you follow the music business, you already know that vinyl records have made a huge comeback in the last few years. Audiophiles know there's nothing quite like placing the needle on the turntable and hearing the warm sounds from their favorite LPs. LPs are not only prized for their rich sound, but also for their artwork and liner notes, something you can't get with a digital MP3. A new service aims to help LP junkies get their fix. The Sound of Vinyl is a record store and delivery service created by the Universal Music Group. The service has been available in the UK and Australia for a few years and recently rolled out in the US. The service has over 20,000 titles from every major label, plus indie titles. Sound of Vinyl also plans to offer exclusive limited edition runs from 500 to 1,000 color vinyl selections from the Universal Music Group catalog. The service has no subscription fee, no obligations, and no purchase requirement. What makes Sound of Vinyl unique is their discovery engine. Upon signing up, you give the service your mobile number. You'll then be texted a quiz to determine what types of records you enjoy. Once you complete the quiz, you'll be texted daily with recommendations, including artwork and pricing. To improve your recommendation algorithm, you can text back like or dislike kind of like Tinder for albums. If you text back yes, you'll be sent the album in five to seven business days. And if you see an album you like, you can text Sound of Vinyl. If it's in stock, it will text you back an offer to buy the LP. The process makes album buying more accessible since many areas just don't have stores that carry vinyl and some may be intimidated by going into small indie record shops. If you don't wanna buy via text, Sound of Vinyl also sells records straight on the website. The site features limited edition releases and curated collections from musicians and producers like Henry Rollins and young guru Jay-Z's engineer and DJ. Henry Rollins said, the site is a combination of discovery and education. I want to reach that one kid in Montana alone in his room with the Joy Division poster on the wall and convince him to buy the first Velvet Underground album on 180 gram vinyl. I want them to hear Led Zeppelin II the way I did. It's the kind of experience you won't get listening to an MP3 on their cell phone earbuds. Well, I agree with the last part. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. I was that kid, but I wasn't in Montana, but I wasn't alone in my room with my Joy Division poster. <laughs> really? You still have it? So I, I've i been a vinyl collector for about 30 years, so this really yeah. kind of resonates with me. Uh, I really like how vinyl has made a comeback. There was a small window where I was like, hmm, maybe I should get rid of it. And I'm yeah. glad that I didn't. My son kind of adopted the hobby too. He also collects vinyl. So we have literally a whole half a basement filled with vinyl LPs. I think this is really great. And I, I'm glad to see that this, what I call art form, hasn't gone away. Because as a designer, that was one thing that always appealed to me as a youngster, obviously the, the, the artwork besides the music. It was more of when you would listen to an album, it's more of an experience than just clicking on a, on a link in Spotify. I think it's a whole other different way to experience music. And I am, I for one, am very happy that this is, that something like this is around. Yeah. I mean, obviously CDs and tapes are not a thing. Like MP3s are fine and, and everybody's going to streaming services anyway, but I've been having like a hunkering to get a nice table, like a turntable, like a nice one and collect certain things and, and have that as a, as a, you know, yeah, I mean, listen, we listen so much music. I, I mean, I use Spotify pretty much all the time. Yeah. Uh, but that'd be kind of fun to just have that, right? Yeah, I have Spotify on in my office probably 14 hours a day. So I'm, I'm definitely a junkie when it comes to that. 
but there's that certain experience where you break away and you're giving all your time to the music. You're experiencing the music instead of passively just having something going on in the background. And I think that's why people don't appreciate music as much as they probably used to because it, it was a thing where you would, again, you'd have your friends over and you'd sit around and listen to records. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think people do that anymore. They just hook up their phone, they hook up the Bluetooth, great, 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 great. But now you don't need to buy, you know, you don't, like your dad's stereo, which was like the big turntable, the amp, the receiver, the giant speakers. Yeah. Now you can buy a nice bespoke uh, turntable, some little, some tiny, you know, kick-ass speakers, and you can ex kind of still have that experience. And it also becomes, just from a design standpoint, it becomes a nice focal point in your room. You know, if you come in the living room and you see this nice bespoke turntable and you see some albums and it's like, it's just, I think it's yeah, cool. Yeah, I've kind of been looking like for a nice one, like a cool design, you know, type of thing. Mm -hmm. Just just to have it. Um, yeah, it won't break the bank. You know, you can spend a couple no. hundred dollars, get a really good turntable. And um, But what I really like about this service is the recommendation engine. You take the first quiz, it finds mm -hmm. out you like rap, you like hip hop, you like new wave, you like oldies, whatever. Um, and then it just kind of keeps you engaged. Um, and if you're really, if you're really into vinyl, you'll look forward to that text every day and say, oh, you know, I got the new, like what I say, Childish Gambino album or whatever, whatever's coming out. Boom, you get it sent to your house. Uh, and I think it's only $3 for shipping, something like that. So it's not like it's a premium, premium service. I don't even know what albums go for anymore. Um, it's probably about 15 bucks. Yeah, it's it's definitely different than experience music through through you know through the digital way. This is this is a great thing. Yeah, it's kind of funny how we used to go buy these things and we no longer have to. Well, you know, digital music is disposable, yep. and it's a shame. It's a shame. I have, <laughs> I should take a picture of this. I have a giant bookshelf, giant IKEA bookshelf in my basement, filled with probably five hundred CDs that I look at. And I go and I look at them and I say, I have never, I have not listened to any of these CDs in the past, probably four years. Do I listen to the same type of music? I do, but it's just, it's just the formats have switched. I got all that vinyl, I got all that stuff. But what happens is now you're just streaming music and you're not paying attention. Sometimes if you're listening via genre, you're not paying attention to the artist. Maybe if you see something, you go, Oh, you stop, you add it to your playlist, whatever. I do a lot of that. I curate playlists, but for the most, it's just, eh, it's just music coming out and artists aren't making money like they used to. And it's just, it's become like a disposable medium and it's kind of a shame. Yeah. I, uh, when I moved to New York five years ago, I brought all my CDs cause whatever. And I, I put them into a shelf and never touched them. Yeah, and which is really weird because it's happening for me. It's also happening with books too. Books. It really depends on books because I buy and sell a lot of books on Amazon because I I'm still I won't buy a Kindle. I like I like to just break away from a screen and read a book. So when I get a new book, I make sure I take care of it and then I flip it right away on Amazon. So if it's a new novel, I'll you know I use I read a lot of nonfiction. So I'll just basically as soon as I'm done with it. I'll sell it because it still holds value. But at the same time, I don't know how these booksellers that sell books for a penny, I don't know how they make money because between the fees and Amazon charges and you just can't make money doing that. I don't know how they do it. Nope. But yeah, no, you're right. It's, I mean, you go to any thrift store and the whole back wall is just filled with 7,000 books. And it's like, these books are just worthless. Like, you know, it's like you, 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 know, you go to a thrift store, how many um, books you see, uh, how to learn flash. <laughs> Almost spit out my coffee, John. Yeah, <laughs> that's, 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 that's not even exaggerating. It's 100% truth. All right, yeah. so we're a little bit of a tangent, but uh, yeah, really interesting service. It's called Sound of Vinyl. Uh, you can find it on soundofvinyl.us. 
Uh, we'll have full show notes at ecommerceminute.co. Do you have anything else, Bart? That is it. All right. That's your e-commerce minute for today. We'll see you on the internet tomorrow. That's it for today's show. If you like the show, do us a favor and subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes. And don't forget, you can now listen to the e-commerce minute on your Amazon device. Just add e-commerce minute to your flash briefing. And finally, if you have a comment or suggestion or just want to say hi, find us on social media at Sumo Heavy. <laughs>